we have those plates and you put the cookie dough on them and then we have the little soy sauce uh dishes uh-huh. to dip sushi in and uh put chocolate syrup in those <laughs> and you get chopsticks and you use the chopsticks to get this cookie dough and dip it in the chocolate syrup and it is decadent that sounds delicious it is delicious it's awesome wow and i thought my raw cookie dough consumption was uh next level. I am I I'm Get so on sh- my I'm, level, I am so ashamed. I I bow to the master. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 420. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> it's a podcast? I think so. I'm Mike. And? And? Dan? Who are you? <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for a music start. Yeah. Endo Valentine in, well, not really a house, but <laughs> in the podcast, in the Zoom room. Yeah. Welcome back, Ando. Thank you, Mike. Always, always a pleasure. Especially today, right? <laughs> <laughs> a particular pleasure. Hmm. Yes. I wonder what we could <clears throat> be talking about there. It is a rather conspicuous episode number you've invited me back for, Mike. Yeah, I know. 420 being recorded on 43 and posting yeah. on 47? Well, that doesn't make any sense. No. It doesn't have anything to do with the date, obviously. Or if, you know, it could have if we had <laughs> if we planted a little planted a little better. bit better 8 years ago and said, "Hey, you yeah, know what? Come on, god. <laughs> Jeez, Mike, what were y'all thinking? <laughs> we should have uh we should have done this started this 2 weeks earlier. Uh, and one year earlier, and then we would have hit episode 420 on April 20th, 2020, which would have been 420, 420, 420, 420, 2020. Wait. Anyway. Something along those lines. Hey, who who else is that on the Zoom hey, call? Uh, who, who else is on my show? <laughs> hey, Matthew, thanks for joining us. Greetings. What are you doing here? Hello. I, I just I thought we were play, paying homage to Czechoslovakia today. <laughs> Is that the uh, country code for Czechoslovakia? Yeah, four, four twenty. <laughs> I I wasn't sure, so I had to check. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Wow! How about that? I'm just gonna assume that you are not lying. Right out of the gate. That country code. <laughs> yeah. So Matthew, what are uh you imbibing today? Uh today I am taking a dram from the Hill Rock Solera aged bourbon. Hill Rock. Hill Rock, yeah. It's a small distillery out of New York. Uh started I think in uh twenty twelve ish. Uh, but the Solera aged is, is really interesting because, you know, the angels share, right? 
that's the part that evaporates out of the, the barrel as it ages. Okay. Well, with Solera, what they do <laughs> is they continually top off the barrel with new whiskey. All right. So the barrel is always full and you get really complex flavors because the new whiskey is mixed with the old whiskey and uh, creates a really, really deep, creamy flavor and texture. That sounds really nice. It's like try that. <laughs> pretty fantastic. You can see, you know, it's really nice. Yeah. Chestnut color. Ah, there's notes of vanilla in the in the nose. Oh, I love the smell of vanilla. <laughs> so they started in 2012. Does that mean they only started selling it like yes uh, last year, or they started selling it in 2012 <laughs> after having begun aging it in 2004? You know, they some of the distilleries will buy older bourbons and then do their own mixing and kind of their own finishing on the first year. So we're getting some of their, this is probably the sixth or seventh generation of their own. That makes sense. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's very, 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 it's one of the non-allocated, uh, which is nice. Uh, now what does that, what does that mean? Allocated and non-allocated? Well, something like the Pappy is allocated. They have a very few amount and you have to purchase X number million cases of other bourbons from the same distillery to be allocated a bottle or two or 10, depending on how much you do. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, that's little on the pricey side, 80, 90 for the kind of the entry level. Uh, they also have a number of finished, like I just got a, uh, a bottle that was finished in a Cabernet cask. Ooh. And I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, it's got really nice, nice sherry notes, a little bit of cinnamon in the, in the finish. Not a spice. It's not spicy at all. There's very, very little pepper in it. Sounds like something I might enjoy. Uh, you would yeah, definitely enjoy it. You know where some is. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Well, that's the, uh, that's my whiskey minute. Well, thank you. This whiskey minute has been. Brought to you by... I learned something. <laughs> T-I-L. This Whiskey Minute has been brought to you by Willie Nelson. <laughs> let's let's hear, hear a little from Willie right now. <laughs> on the road again. Nearly 700,000 Americans were arrested on marijuana charges last year. That's an enormous waste of law enforcement resources and terribly unfair to those arrested and their families. It's time we stopped arresting adults who smoke marijuana responsibly. For more information, visit Normal's website at www.normal.org or call toll-free 888-67-NORMAL and tell them Willie sent you. <laughs> Thank you, Willie. Hello? Yeah, uh, Willie sent me? He said you could hook me up? What? <laughs> no, no, that's not, that's not what we do here. <laughs> that's the only commercial that I have for today. Uh. <laughs> Oh, Ando, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Um, do you have any announcements for us? The Nurburger family? News? Uh, you know, personal news? Yeah, so uh, I always have, you know, I always like to give some kind of shout-outs of a Dark Past update. Yes. Um, since the first season is all done, you know, as the last couple of, uh, last couple of my appearances uh, delve deep into. Go ahead. <laughs> Talk, talk <laughs> over just, it. <laughs> um, 
so it's um i just i don't really have anything new as far as like updates updates because they're just i'm still just second season still is not really moving far because pandemic has just made it tough to, to record make, yeah but we're um we're seeing the light at the end of that tunnel of course so i'm really desperately hoping to kind of get back on track in the nearest you know future so uh but the the big thing for today is just noting that uh uh we've well surpassed 2000 downloads uh total downloads wow which download as i as i understand it isn't necessarily guaranteed to be a specific listen and there's probably a few of them in there that are me but <laughs> uh <laughs> still i'm sure the law of averages that's why i'm not trying to give the precise number because it's probably you know shave a little bit off that for rounding errors and stuff and you know I, i'm i'm saying that we've surpassed 2000 and i'm counting that as a milestone and i like it so nice i moved the bell it's over there <laughs> you've got an ando episode you need to have your ding in place for when i <laughs> we've established this for years come I, on mike i dinged this i don't know if you can see that it's no a, because, it's a candle oh, <laughs> oh. thank god it wasn't <laughs> lit because <laughs> uh it was yeah there we go i have room um there. wow to over two thousand downloads and and we yeah we we i don't know how many how many downloads we get we have our rss subscription number that mm-hmm. just kind of d- does what it does and um <laughs> And I don't know how accurate that is. And yeah, in, in the beginning, I looked at that. I was like, how much of that is us? <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing that I have wondered many times. It's like, okay, but I, I know I haven't listened like, you know, hundreds of times, but I've, I've used, yeah, I've, I've listened to a couple of the episodes through there. So I should do a test. I should l- l- look and see what it is today and then tonight go on the website and just keep like hit refresh. Like a hundred <laughs> times, and then go back and check tomorrow and see if it jumped up. <laughs> like, how easily manipulated is that? Um, or does it recognize the IP and just register? I think it'll it once? Re- most most things should recognize the IP address to uh, a, 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 at least at most count like one per day. Per day, right? So you might be able to bump it once per day, but you know, I don't think you can. I don't. I, something tells me you're not going to be able to game it into the thousands. No, because if you could do that, then there there would be no advertiser dollars to go around on podcasts. Yeah, they, Everybody they, would be you know, like, "Hey, look, I have two hundred thousand downloads because I paid some people in India <laughs> fifty cents to go click, 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 click." <laughs> well, that's that's good news on the downloads. <clears throat> exactly. Hopefully, thank you. You can get moving on season two sooner rather than later yeah yeah we'll all get to listen to it sooner rather than later (laughs) and and if there's anyone who hasn't yet given it uh, a listen um we have uh we have a lot of good reviews uh we consistently pull five stars for the most part I think I've gotten a couple, I think I got like one or two four star ratings, but I mean like, okay, I'll take that. Somebody, somebody gives me a B <laughs> instead of an A, but whatever, I don't care. <laughs> point is we've got, uh, the, the, my point being, I'm not like bragging here. I'm trying to say that it's, uh, that the people who listen to it clearly like it. So, and we've got like very positive glowing reviews. So that's also something I'm pretty proud of to be quite honest there. Mike. No, it's great. It's great. Um, yeah, and you four-star reviewers out there, 
just you know go get a teaching degree and teach high school and, and drag some poor high school students average down with your nonsense stop <laughs> stop screwing with people's uh reviews online uh, whatever oh, you, hey mike whatever you do actually, stay off of yelp actually uh here's a here's the thing that, that you, even you can do to help uh so because because you've listened to the whole thing and i know you like it so um yeah uh you, you know that i at this point promote my uh the having it on Podchaser, yes, Podchaser.com. So they it, their review system right now for this month is doing a promotion me, uh, deal with Meals on Wheels, and every review that you leave for a podcast uh, is a twenty five cent donation that to Meals on Wheels that I can double as replying to that review as my podcast. So okay, basically. Every review, I I can make a fifty cent you know donation to uh, Meals on Wheels. Well, there you go. If in case you didn't need a better reason to to express your your feelings about the podcast, and it doesn't have to be five paragraphs, you right? Know. It has to be more than twenty characters, I think, and it's just to make sure that the people don't leave like a thumbs up emoji, you know? No, five stars, five stars only. <laughs> <laughs> save that other crap for yelp and <laughs> poor high school students struggling to get into good colleges yeah seriously all right so there you go there's my shadows of a dark past awesome should we do some news news yeah you know because i've actually got a couple things <laughs> well what's news ando <laughs> well so we just passed uh, the, the as of the recording of this, it was yesterday. Um, it's one of those just coincidental things, you know, uh, the the 50th anniversary of the airing of the final episode of Dark Shadows. Whoa. April 2nd. Yes. How about that? 50 years. 50 years since the airing of the final episode of Dark Shadows. And that is, I just find that incredible that the, the timing lined up so that I could be here on Nerdburger the day after that. It is just, it, it, it's neat. And, you know, some of the, some of the things that uh, it have, have, you know, cropped up over the, you know, the questions of like, you know, so who's responsible for it or whatever, but it's just, you know, or, or like, why it, what what particularly caused the the ratings to fall which storylines were so weird that they you know people didn't like them but you know at the end of the day uh, it ran for 5 years there were you know there were 1225 episodes and i've seen them all so you know, i i can appreciate the the awesomeness of it uh, and the the cheese and camp and everything but <laughs> wow <so. laughs> 1971 yep was, 1971 was, any, was anyone on on this call alive then I wasn't. Depends I wasn't. on when. Uh, <laughs> April second, nineteen seventy-one. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So no. Nobody on this call was alive when that went off the air. Okay. Well, still, you know, F's in chat for uh, for Dark Shadows. Uh, it it is. I I still love it. Um, planning on resuming my my watch through of it again soon. And we know Matthew's turning 50 later this year. (laughs) (laughs) That I am. Well, at least you're younger than Dark Shadows. (laughs) Then Dark Shadows is death. Yes. (laughs) 
What else is news there, Mike? Oh, um, anybody, anybody hungry? Anybody got the munchies? <laughs> um, kinda, sort of. Uh, well, okay. You, uh, there, it's a good time of year to have that because we're we're it's actually it's Easter weekend that we're recording yeah. this. Um, yesterday was Good Friday, mm-hmm. and tomorrow is Easter, and today is just <clears throat> Saturday, right? <laughs> Does the is today is today a day at all? Is there anything happening? No, it's just uh, today's the waiting day. It's the waiting day. Yeah, waiting, waiting on tomorrow things for to... when Jesus gets resurrected and saves <laughs> our souls. That part, yeah, that that and the all the candy. That, oh, that, <laughs> that the 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 egg, the egg laying the egg laying rabbit brings into your house <laughs> you were trying to lead up to the easter bunny okay there we go all right sorry i just that was not super clear where you were going with well that. munchies easter i mean i thought it was obvious <laughs> mike are <all right>, uh <laughs> mm, fresh cooked rabbit Wait, no, no, don't do that. Don't kill the Easter bunny. Yeah, so um Pepsi is introducing a limited oh, marshmallow flavored soda. What Peeps. Yes, yes. Peepsy. It's Pepsi and Peeps. It's Peepsy. Oh, it's Peeps. <laughs> it's Peeps yeah. flavored Pepsi, but you can't buy it. I've seen this. It's a contest. You have to enter their silly contest. We'll put the oh link God. up on on the website, so in case you actually want to try uh, to win a six pack of small cans, you know those tiny little mini cans, seven and a half ounce cans, and uh, oh, it's not even a six pack. I'm sorry, I misspoke. It's a three pack. <laughs> three pack. <laughs> it's a three pack of what's seven and a half over twelve? That's like sixty five percent size. Don't ask me to do something. math when I'm inebriated, okay? <laughs> have you ever roasted peeps? Oh my god, how have I never done that? Yeah. When when you when you roast them, uh first off they're just perfect. And well, second think... of all their eye their eyes pop off. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun. Well, I think it doesn't all the uh the the colored sugar that's stuck on stuck to the outside caramelize and yeah yeah that just sounds delicious i'm gonna have to try this what what we have done before katie may showed me this in college so this is how far that's how far back this goes for me peeps battles so you take two peeps and you put them in front of each other just barely almost not touching or almost (laughs) touching you know just really really close and you put them in the microwave (laughs) And they immediately just start inflating and ballooning up, and one of them is going to kind of essentially overpower and slightly sure. absorb the other. And then you got to kind of got to stop it fast because they also they'll blow up if you let them go too far. <laughs> but still, it's fun to just because it super works in the first few seconds. It's they just it's yeah, it's a sight. It's Are they <laughs> edible after that? Still, yeah, totally. Oh, okay. There's another thing to try with your it's just peeps. marshmallows, you know, it's yeah. microwaving marshmallows. It doesn't hurt them. <laughs> it makes a blow up. How else can you heat up peeps? <laughs> <laughs> to <Well>. the phones. <laughs> Listeners, dial in now. 1-800. Hot peep. 
That actually works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was trying to think of seven seven letters. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh not a real gosh. phone number. <laughs> okay, so this is totally just a tangent off of that, but um, this is a totally true fact here. Is that if you t- put pop tarts in the toaster and then hold down the lever so that it can't pop them up and it stays down, you force it to stay down, they will catch on fire. And I'm not just talking <laughs> about little flames. I'm talking about like three feet jetting into the air for a few seconds. Like there's video of this. It is crazy. So they're they won't <laughs> they're designed not to catch fire in a in a toaster for a normal amount of time but when they do catch fire they're ex- insanely flammable and they yes they, okay yes they they flash burn yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty nuts have has either of you ever lit um uh steel wool on fire no but i've seen video of it so i know what it does but i haven't done it myself it's awesome yeah you can you can light steel wool on fire but isn't steel wool made of steel, Mike? Yes, it is. And you can light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks amazing. Let's see. What other, what other things do we like to burn? <laughs> um, let's see. This took a turn, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hey, Beaveth, what else do you want to light on fire? Uh, <laughs> burn it, burn it. <laughs> oh, my God. Those two were stoners, right? <laughs> I mean, they never explicitly said that on the show, but I think that was implied. I have literally in my entire life seen one episode of Beavis and Butthead, and I was 13 years old. You got to watch the movie. I was a terrified little 13-year-old at my best friend's 13th birthday party sleepover with a bunch of other kids that I had never met that were his friends from school. And I was, you know, the, the, the quiet little, you know, homeschooled only child, not very sociable kid and i just was i couldn't handle beavis and butthead at that <laughs> so um i've just never gotten around to it in my adult life yeah you should watch the movie the movie is excellent yeah and it, it you don't have to have seen it no the tv show no, at all before it's pretty they get you up to speed pretty quickly yep <laughs> plus the it's got a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of stunt voice casting mm-hmm. uh the 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 one episode that I saw, see the the uh, even though I did, basically the the event itself was so traumatic, I could still remember which episode it was too, because it was the one it was the one that involves them getting a haircut from the that from a bad haircut from the hot barber that I've I've seen the top of the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> that's the episode that they were watching. Yeah, they they uh they beat that like a dead horse. <laughs> That okay, joke. so that wasn't just one episode. Okay. <laughs> oh no, no. In that episode, they yeah. Oh, okay. that's all that episode is—is is them making that, I know. that one joke about boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they ever mention it again. It doesn't come back like a uh, like Cornholio does. <laughs> Cornholio is evergreen, baby. <laughs> I am Cornholio. I need to beat my bunghole. <laughs> I am from Lake Titicaca. <laughs> well, that's a boob joke, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not top of the mountain. Anyway. Yeah. But I was uh, just thinking about I was just thinking about 
So um, I'm I'm kind of upset that more people didn't join us. I was hoping at least Dr. Lori, Lori would be here because she would know who I was talking about in this story. So um, growing up in grade school, I had I had a very few fr- friends because our school was very small. I went to the, the uh, parochial school, class size of like 14 <laughs> in eighth grade graduating. So mm-hmm. it was me and three other boys and what does that leave? Ten girls? <laughs> no, maybe we only had 12 people. Anyway. Two of the three other other boys, uh, I I dubbed Beavis and Butthead after the fact <laughs> when I started watching that show in high school. I was like, "Oh my god, it's those two. <laughs> and um, like I didn't know Mike Judge was from my same hometown, and that he knew those guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, they knew this guy named Justin who ended up he was in our same class, but he didn't go to our our little grade school. Uh, he ended up in high school with me and Beavis or Butthead. I'm not sure which one was which anymore. And uh, But he lived in between Beavis and Butthead <laughs> near this um, old shopping center called Elmwood Plaza. And uh, it was one of those uh, shopping centers that was already in decline in the 80s after mm. they built the mall outside mm-hmm. of town. So I only ever knew it as like half full and decrepit. <laughs> <laughs> There was a bowling alley at one end where you could uh you could run in there. They had a cigarette vending machine that was like in the entrance vestibule, so you could just go in and real quick put your money in and get cigarettes and leave and they wouldn't <laughs> see, you know, that kids were buying cigarettes. I don't oh know if they did God. that on purpose or they were just lax with their uh, uh responsibility negligent. and stuff. <laughs> negligent, yes. And um we used to go uh back behind the plaza where all the dumpsters were. And uh, and break the uh, worn out fluorescent tubes. Oh my you know, the, god! Like the full size, like four footers. And uh, of course, I would just throw them and break them, and then I'd be like, "Okay, that was fun, I guess, for uh, two seconds. Now, what are we going to do?" But Beavis and Butthead <laughs> would play lightsabers with them. That's how dumb they were. Oh my god! Um. So anyway, this guy Justin lived in between the two of them near this plaza, and uh. In this is, I think, the summer between eighth grade and high school, and uh, we decided that we were gonna, um, we were gonna get some weed first for first time ever, and we knew that this guy could get some, and so we we gave him some money, or one of the one of them, I forget which one, Beavis or Butthead, gave him the money, did the transaction, and uh, and then got the stuff, and then we all met up like the next weekend and went and smoked it. And it was it nothing happened because it wasn't it wasn't weed it was like <laughs> oregano with twigs and seeds in it. <laughs> see, <laughs> see that just that evokes I I I I I won't be able to do it justice because it's a secondhand story, <laughs> but you know secondhand story. Uh, <laughs> so my dad has told a story that I wish I could remember better about a time that he and some friends went to downtown Atlanta looking to buy weed. Look at the score. Some guy tried to sell them basically like willow leaves. (laughs) Like from a willow tree? (laughs) Yes. Oh, okay. Because they're kind of long and pointy, but... Like fresh or dried? I don't remember. I'm not sure. I don't remember the details of the story. It was my dad and he was much younger. So like I, but 
Because the thing that yeah. we got was just a little baggie full of munched up green stuff. Like it could have been literally anything. Well, I mean, that's I'm what picturing I... like a bag full of nice, fresh, like he just went out to the willow tree in his backyard <laughs> that morning and picked a bunch of leaves off of him and put them in a baggie. Like I said, I don't want to I, I don't want to, you know, make up the parts that I don't remember. I just the the it was just the, the, the that was what his guess was is that it was willow leaves or whatever. But shouldn't point these is, be serrated on the, the edge? These don't look right. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the real thing. Go ahead. <laughs> Give me your money. <laughs> you know, I, I have something to uh, to confess. Uh-oh. Uh, this is probably the right episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, here we go. <laughs> I have never partaken. Really? Really? You just your your clock skips from four nineteen to four twenty one every day. Every day. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, you should have that looked at by a clock smith, clockologist. A... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. You know, I've been meaning to go see one, but I never have time. <laughs> <laughs> My fingernails are long enough. I don't even need the sticks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, make it stop. Yeah, I went into a, an office depot one day at a very nice. Wait, wait, Matthew, Matthew, you're grinding yeah. our gears, man. Oh my! I'm sorry. Wait, you no. went into an office depot. Yeah, and uh, a very nice, helpful young associate came up and asked if I could. If that was anything I was looking for. And I told him that I was looking for my youthful idealism. <laughs> and he looked at me kind of funny. And I said, I, I, I also seem to have lost my marbles. Can you, can you help me with those? <laughs> Do they sell those there? And, and, and <laughs> By the checkout aisle, maybe? Finally, he realizes that I'm, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just, just, just joking around. I said, well, actually, yeah. Can you help me? I'm, we're, we're, we're clocks. <laughs> And and he pointed, and right as he was about to say over there, I was like, because I'm always running out of time. <laughs> He's just, yeah. Poor, poor, poor. I think he was in a fetal position at night. Uh, <laughs> why am I, I not surprised? I think the closest I've ever come was secondhand at a Jimmy Buffett concert. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> and it was outdoors. But yeah, that was the, I, it just, I don't know. I never, even in college, they was just, I think, you know, I even had anti-peer pressure. Be at a party, I'm like, no, 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 don't give them to him. He's already, he's already <laughs> whacked, whacked in the head. We're trying to catch up to him. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've never actually partaken. See, now that it doesn't surprise me as much now. I uh, don't know you, Matthew, but just in general, a, a person, because I, you know, was raised very straight laced, very conservative. Mm -hmm. um, I was also I never partook uh, in in college. In fact, the um, it wasn't until right after I graduated that I actually started socially even drinking alcohol at all. Like it was. It was just something that I was 
kind of a teetotaler and the yeah. weird thing is i i also was never offered any weed like it's one of those things where i never had the peer pressure i didn't have the anti-peer pressure i didn't even see anybody else doing anything right. other than like drinking and nobody yeah. tried to offer me a a, a a joint like everybody knew that i was the straight-laced <laughs> christian guy that's just what everyone knew and that's well I mean, and that's what i was at that point and yeah. and so now that I'm older and things are, are many of those things are different and have changed. Um, it's, it no longer surprises me though, that people in college, you know, it still doesn't surprise me that people in college also can just be straight laced, even if they, you know, kind of let loose even after. Uh, so I certainly had my fair share of stupid in college, but yeah. Um, no, I didn't say I yeah. didn't do anything stupid. Don't <laughs> don't misunderstand. <laughs> I I did stupid stuff too. Mm-hmm. Trust me. <laughs> oh. Secondhand at a Jimmy Buffett concert, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In case you weren't already weird. hungry. Cheeseburger in paradise. I had that to torture James with. You know how he hates Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where is that? Where's my where's my Jimmy Buffett clip? That that would have been your perfect segue, you know, to be able to torment him. Right <laughs> he just spoiled all your plans. <laughs> how inconsiderate. Oh no, I had already tortured James with it in the past. Yeah, but torture's not a one time deal. Apparently oh, not. Well no. I, apparently and that's I, a good segue for me. <laughs> what for what? <laughs> <laughs> For, for the for the for the the curse confirmed and oh yeah, <laughs> what curse is this? So the last time that I was on Nerd Burger, I uh, mentioned that I felt like I was starting to have a, a Dark Shadows curse follow me around. That uh, two times in a row, um, it just was, before one of my Nerd Burger uh, recordings, it was both of the of our. Shadows of Dark Past review episodes, the first half and second half of season one, right? Right. Wow. Right before recording both of those episodes, a Dark Shadows actor died, like from the original series. Now, this isn't too terribly surprising that, that, you know, because this, that's, it's, I mean, we just said the last episode aired 50 50 years years ago. ago. So given the timelines, yeah, it's, yeah, some of them were older at the time anyway. So it's not that it's unusual that, that every once in a while some of them pass away. It was just weird that it happened two times in a row row right before your episode recording. Bum, bum, bum. Not again. A few days ago, Robert <laughs> Rodan, the actor who played Adam, the the Dark Shadows takeoff on Frankenstein's monster, died. He was 83. Wow. And it was just heart failure. I mean, he was just, I mean, he was in his 80s. It was his it, time. It's not, it was just, but it, it was just a couple of days ago. And so, like, I really, I, I, <laughs> Third time feels like something, you know, like I, I really hope that I am not doing anything to Dark Shadows universe. You know, I don't I don't want the cast to, you know, pop off every time that I that I go on Nerdburger. <laughs> that would not be good. Well, that would make sense to the uh, the open letter from the remaining cast members I found on the Internet this morning that said, Endo, stop going on Nerdburger. <laughs> Did it. Well, don't be, don't feel too bad, Ando. It's not just you. It's also Nerd Burger. It's the combination somehow. Yeah, maybe. 
But wow, what a handsome Frankenstein, though. I'm looking at this uh, Deadline article. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, you know, <laughs> Frankenstein, kind of an ugly dude. <laughs> Go, going back to, uh, you know, the originals, of course, and then even with the, the spoof there, uh, young Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Frankenstein. Who was, uh, <laughs> I, I never remember that actor's name, the guy from, uh, the dad from Everybody Loves Raymond. He played Frankenstein's Peter Boyle, Peter, Peter Boyle right. Peter Boyle. Yeah. I loved him in, in, in Young Frankenstein. He was so good. And he was young then, and he was uh, yeah. tall and oh. awkward. So perhaps as a bit of a tribute to to Robert Rodan, let me just sort of, for anyone, because it was, like I said, Dark Shadow's take on Frankenstein, it was interesting because this was, you know, in the in the midst of, uh, of trying to help sympathize Barnabas Collins, because he, as I have many, many times related before, Barnabas Collins was brought in originally as totally an antagonist. He was a villain. He was meant to be. He was a vampire. He was supposed to be a temporary presence that would get killed off. And the fact that he became so popular necessitated them essentially doing a quick reform on him and making him a reluctant vampire who didn't really want to be a vampire you know then they gave us a time travel sequence to explain his backstory and gave him a tragic backstory so that you felt sorry for him and then they uh, wanted to give him at least temporary respite and let you finally have the peace of seeing him cured finally and so the vehicle for this was science (laughs) and Thus was was introduced the character of Dr. Eric Lang, who was played by the incredibly handy actor Addison Powell, who has some of the he chews the scenery worse than almost any other actor in the entirety of Dark Shadows. And that is saying something. (laughs) (laughs) That was that was kind of Dark Shadows thing was to let everybody go nuts, (laughs) especially spoiler alert, his death scene. Good God, give that man the opportunity to be to give you a death scene and he hams it the hell up, let me tell you. <laughs> but anyway, his he was introduced and in basically through a character that they want you to feel sorry for, that he is essentially blackmailing this dude to be a grave robber for him because he is trying to bring to life a dead, you know, body, Frankenstein style, by sewing together parts. So he's got this, you know, he he's got this this you know created man and he needs a life force for it and so by this point he's been introduced to barnabas and his friend dr hoffman and they basically make this deal where they're going to use somehow because science you know hand wave and do their science (laughs) thing science and barnabas's life force is going to somehow get transferred into this created being that they name Adam so that he will essentially take the curse off Barnabas by taking his life force. He's not going to become a vampire, but he's going to take that and leave just the man Barnabas as a human again, cure him. And it works. Barnabas (laughs) is cured. Of the course, catch it works. is that his <laughs> that his curse and it, that his life and therefore his curse is tied to Adam, and so if anything happens to Adam and he dies, then Barnabas becomes a vampire again, and then okay. the and t- the like the the evil big, big bad force ends up killing Doctor Lang to try to stop to keep him from from you know helping Barnabas any further, and uh, and it becomes this big story arc. And then Adam gets one of the least 
lauded exits from the series ever. And I think it may just be that they didn't realize it was going to be the last time he appeared on film. But he essentially walks into someone's bedroom to avoid being seen when someone else is coming to the door and is never seen again. (laughs) Never acknowledged again, never seen again. Wow. And so, yeah, there you go. That's my tribute to Robert Rodan. He put an interesting spin on the Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein's monster with George Clooney's hair from the early 90s. <laughs> His hair is rather, you know. Fabulous for a yeah. monster, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much they just put some fake scars on his face. Yeah, totally. There might be a bolt on his neck. I don't know. I can't tell. He's got a nice suit, dark suit jacket on. <laughs> Does Frankenstein wear a turtleneck underneath that suit jacket? I can't remember. <laughs> I think I think he wears just a regular just a shirt. regular shirt because you know you need to be able to see the bolts on his neck. The turtleneck yeah, exactly. might hide that. That might actually have been what he should have been wearing <laughs> to hide those things. Oh crap! <laughs> I can't get bag. you know. I keep trying to put the hat on without the bolts, and it keeps falling off. Ooh, this is <laughs> can't actually avoid a... the bolts. Better get him a turtleneck. Way to go, Doctor is... Frankenstein, dumbass. Maybe they didn't have turtlenecks back then. <laughs> This is also a perfect little coda <laughs> to my Shadows of a Dark Past, revela- revealing all of the links, the parallels between that and Dark Shadows. So at one point, while Adam is uh, in essentially Barnabas's, like, he's, he's kind of treating him poorly, he, like he owns him he's, before he can actually, before Adam can talk. He's got him literally chained to a wall in the basement of his house, the old house. Which the parallel in Shadows of a Dark Past to the old house is the first home. Yep. And in the back room where Toby and Andrew go at the uh, in, in episode seven. Yep. Where they see that, wow, what, are the, what was chained up in here? Those chains are huge, you know? What were they keeping, like a bear in here or something? That was, a, the, that was kind of a reference, an illusion to, uh, to Adam. Adam. Really? Yes. Wait, so there's really. going to be a Frankenstein monster showing up I at some point? I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I'm not literally mirroring everything Dark Shadows does. That's not it. This, I'm, this, it was, it was this just... could have happened so far in the past that it's not relevant anymore for the, the, the pre- present time, 2017, in Shadows of a Dark Past. Right. I'm oh, okay. not trying yeah, to yeah, say yeah. I'm right. making no... That is not anything no that I intend to declarative do statement one way or another. I am just saying that that was an allusion to Adam because that's where he was chained up in the first. Okay. In the old so house. you're not, you're not uh, admitting it, but you're not denying it either. <laughs> Got it. No, that's, that's the way to do it. I, that, that's, that's as someone who doesn't like spoilers. I, that's how I, I prefer uh, that handled. Nice. Now that I have rambled about dark shadows yet some more. <laughs> oh, we always like the dark shadows. I was trying to find the, uh, Oh, wow. So the correct name for a turtleneck is technically a polo neck or roll neck or skivvy in Australia and New Zealand and the U.S. That's interesting. Skivvy? (laughs) S-K-I-V-V-Y. I assume that's pronounced So that's what that is in that Weezer song about the Superman skivvies. I thought that that meant underwear. Well, that might be that. Yeah, that's probably what they're referring to in that context. Skivvies, plural, is is yeah oh, okay 
All right. So for a second, I thought that that was um, that became a little <laughs> less dirty, but no, it's well, not dirty, but you know, a little sexy, you know. Turtleneck like garments have been worn for hundreds of years, dating at least to the 15th century. So yeah, Frankenstein's monster should have had a turtleneck. Darn it. <laughs> trying to picture Superman in a turtleneck. <laughs> it's a jarring image, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Why would Superman wear a turtleneck? Well, I was just saying Superman skivvy, so like, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, to that extent. Oh, that okay. Yeah, going back to the Weezer song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weezer, they're they smoke, right? <laughs> I, I considering assume. that they've got songs called "Dope Nose" and "Hash Pipe," something tells me yes. <laughs> See, I didn't look up all of the uh, the uh, cultural connections. I was that that's why uh, Ando's here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I I and the thing is, I have forgot. I didn't get around to doing a whole lot of you know those. But you have the stuff on the top. You can just. Think of this stuff like that. That's because a great example. I'm a nerd and a geek, <laughs> and I know all this kind of stuff. <laughs> this is what I feel free to chime I'm, in. <laughs> and I'm I'm also the person that loves to see. I'm the person that would like that that makes you cock your head and go. I haven't heard that song in like ten years. <laughs> like I used to play music on my from my laptop softly, not obnoxiously, but sometimes uh, in the student center while nothing else was going on. And it wasn't uncommon for people passing by to like stop when they hear what I'm playing and like come over, stand next to me, and go, "God, I haven't heard that song in like three years." that's awesome i love that song you know and and uh in 2015 i did a a solo concert at sci-fi summer con and they uh they even though i am a songwriter they asked me to sprinkle in a few originals so that the audience which would ended up being mostly my friends and family anyway so they didn't mind (laughs) uh my originals just so they keep things you know known so in addition to uh what may be obvious in doing some, I did a Weird Al song to close out. I did the saga begins to close out, but I also uh, threw in Breakfast at Tiffany's by Deep Blue Something. Um, oh, one that yeah. <laughs> so you like to play all of the uh, one hit wonders from radio that everyone <laughs> forgot. Is that is that well, what you're I like saying? 90s alt rock? That's my favorite genre is 90s alt rock. And there are unfortunately some some one hit wonders in that genre, which is a damn shame to me because there are many bands that like I have the Deep Blue Something album that Breakfast at Tiffany's is on, and the whole thing is good. Um, like the spin doctors, the only you only know uh you probably only know two princes, maybe you know Little Miss Sunshine. Only because it would have been in the movie Little Miss Sunshine, which I saw once, and I, <laughs> assuming that it was in that movie. But then you said it's it's not it's not. Yeah, that. I think I think else. I well anyway. See, the I don't two princes. That, yeah, they played that to death. Yeah, but the thing is, I've got the album the two princes is on, and oh, the rest I'm of it's sorry. also good. <laughs> oh, is it? So yes, because they're kind of famous for playing state fairs now. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's so it's like to me, people definitely did not give. N- some of these bands enough credit and and like if if for example if the only nine day song you know is story of a girl then there's a problem they are awesome <laughs> i don't even know that one. <laughs> oh my god what who is uh, it who is it by <laughs> nine days oh i thought you said night and day nine, no, nine days. days nine days <laughs> <laughs> how many days are you looking at <laughs> come on 
We know where that's from, right? We have implored everyone, our listeners and our guests and guest hosts, to watch the movie over and over again. I mean, if it's something I've seen once, I may not be getting the reference. And now I can't think of the name of the movie. (laughs) 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 Ha ha! It's, uh... Oh, Defending Your Life. Yeah. No, No, I have... I... Well, I'm not going to look that up now. It'll take too long. So it was called Nine Nine Days was the band, and the song was called what? It's well, the title is absolutely, Story of a Girl. Okay, absolutely. And then Story of a Girl is in subtitles. Oh, okay, be, like is it is in parentheses? Let's see. Hey, you need to hear this. Did you know that your old cotton pillowcase could be filled. So they with did more the music for this commercial for pillowcases. That's right. Oh Each night after you shower for bed. No. This is the story of a girl. Okay. All right. Yep. Yep. I, that's enough. That I way. got it. <laughs> so what? you're saying their other songs are good. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't see so you don't like that one. Okay. No, I don't like any of the of the uh, late 90s alt rock stuff that came after the original alt rock stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like by 1995, 96, it was all like. Yeah, I didn't like it. No yeah, I was done, I was done with it about 1990. <laughs> the the 90s alt rock stuff wore, yeah. wore out before yeah. the year 1990 did. Yeah, I was pretty much done with it. <laughs> well, I came back to some Fine, of the late Philistines. <laughs> no, I, I did. I just said it's my favorite genre. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, are, are um, you including all of the 90s? Yes, because to me, there's so that includes that the I, first half of 1990. So see, we we like the same music. <laughs> I guess I was uh, the the whole grunge movement. I just didn't get. Well, see, that's grunge, not 90s alt rock. That's that they're two yeah. different genres. I'm not talking about about. And grunge. I guess that's why I guess I just kind of tuned out the rest of the 90s, and then later discovered some of the alt fans like cake and no doubt that to this day I still love. See what I'm talking about here is like Delamitri, Jen Blossoms, Hootie and the Blowfish, Blues Traveler. You know, that's, that's okay. Yeah. And then heading into the later nineties, Matchbox 20, Fastball, Third Eye Blind. Yeah. That's where you lose Earth. me. Okay. <laughs> God. Uh, the Wallflowers. It's another really good one. The first album I liked, yeah. It, 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 I don't know, whatever, whatever I heard on the radio or or what See, little if, MTV well, you're was talking still about playing. Bringing down the horse, which had one headlight. That's actually their second album. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, actually, see, I'm that guy that knows that <laughs> trivia because the Wallflowers are a great band that I like. They are, <laughs> and not just because they're the the lead singer is the son of Bob Dylan. It has nothing to do with that. Wait, he's the son of Bob Dylan? Jacob Dylan, yes. Yeah. The lead singer of the Wallflowers is even, Jacob Dylan, Bob Dylan's knew, son. Even I knew that. <laughs> Come on, Mike, get with it. <laughs> oh, was I listen not sarcastic enough when I said... that's not Bob Dylan's son, too. Oh. Just listen to that voice. <laughs> Obviously. Hey, did someone join the call? Yes, I'm trying to figure out how to... Un- am I, am I, can you hear me? Yeah, I yes. can hear you. I can't see you, though. Hello. Uh, hi sawyer uh, now you're muted <laughs> yeah well <laughs> and he's gone <laughs> i'm back hey there you are i gotta hold the button down this is 
I've never experienced. Happy 420. Happy 420. <laughs> hey, thank you. Happy 420 episode. Happy 420. Are you celebrating accordingly? Um, some of us are, possibly. <laughs> I will be in a few hours. A bit early here, but... <laughs> what do you mean it's a bit early? It's afternoon. Yeah, seriously. It's noon? I'm just waking up here. Come on, give me... <laughs> Let me shower and brush my teeth. Be... Just, just waking up. What do you mean? You have doesn't your generation uh, do wake and bake? <laughs> Say that again. But, um, it's sunny out. You gotta you gotta experience the sunshine. Normally, I just roll over and spark up, but I want to do it on top <laughs> in a tree. Are you in? Uh, are you in the tree fort? What do you call that thing? Um, no, not right now. Quinn had a whole bunch of friends in there the other night, and it's all messy. Yeah, you guys have the uh, the ultimate place to go um, celebrate 420 in your backyard. <laughs> you sound like someone I want to know. <laughs> they have someone else's tree fort that like they took out of a tree and put on blocks in their backyard. It's like it's that just a room. It's is... a shack awesome <laughs> and it's full of it's got like a futon and some and like a couch and tv, TV hero in there game systems christmas lights that is so cool. refrigerator don't you have a refrigerator in there oh yeah yep. yeah i left a cookie dough in there though oh but, my god hey, i haven't opened that in a few years oh. <laughs> and what about cookie dough I oh my gosh, cookie dough! Did is you used the to eat it plain? Cookies. <laughs> and yes, when I say is. that, let me tell you, let me tell you what Katie May and I do with our cookie dough because we'll buy the um the the not. I mean, yes, you can buy it in the tub and just eat it with a spoon. Yes, I, I know that. But here's another way you can do it: you can buy the sheets of cookie dough. You know, the like chocolate chip cookie dough that are pre-perforated into these little rectangles. They're they're huge. Okay. And you break them apart into the little cubes of cookie dough. And we set them on. We have these square plates that look like the plates that you get in Japanese restaurants. You know, the square oriental style plates. Sure. We have those plates. And you put the cookie dough on them. And then we have little soy sauce uh, dishes uh-huh. that you have to dip sushi in <laughs> and uh, put chocolate syrup in those. <laughs> and you get chopsticks. And you use the chopsticks to get this cookie dough and dip it in the chocolate syrup. And it is decadent. That sounds delicious. It is delicious. <laughs> it's awesome. Wow. And I thought my raw cookie dough consumption was uh, next level. I am I f- I'm get so ashamed. on sh- my I'm, level, noob. I am so ashamed. I, I bow to the master. Yes! Yes! <laughs> when my mom taught me how to be a cook in the kitchen, taught me you know how to actually put stuff together and make good food, she had no idea the stoner snacks that she was going to be enabling me to make. <laughs> I wonder... You have no idea the masterpieces of deliciousness that I have made. I, I have to wonder if uh, if my mom... Uh, Sawyer, your 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 Grammy <laughs> ever 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 questioned my consumption of cookie dough ice cream <laughs> the summer before I went off to college. Too much cookie dough ice cream? I would eat it a half a gallon at a time. Like oh my god, <laughs> once a week. 
Hey, mom, I need another half gallon of cookie dough ice cream. And she would just buy it. <laughs> Next trip to the store. Nobody ever said anything. Oh, On my the, God. Well, Lori and I, or your sister. Dr. Lori, um, yeah. Dr. Brock would uh, have March Madness movie nights or game nights. And would, we'd each have a full tube of cookie dough and just eat the whole thing. <laughs> by halftime. <laughs> With a spoon, <laughs> like cut the end open and just eat it with a big spoon. Yeah, yeah that's how yeah. I used to do it. Or just a little slivers. You can just like a like a, a gogurt. Yep, yep. But this cube, the, getting the sheet that's pre cubed and treating it like sushi with chocolate sauce. My God, inspired, <laughs> inspired. <laughs> Matthew, can you even come close to topping that? <laughs> no, no. <I> just... <laughs> You know, I have a new crown. Adair, Adair buys it. Well, she used to buy it when Dan was still at home, and she would tell me, you know, don't eat any of it, which meant that I had to eat it in little small doses right. over yeah. a long period of time. So, so nobody could tell. Yeah, <laughs> don't eat it just means don't take the first bite and don't don't eat it too yeah. fast. Yeah, just a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. <sighs> I think she's on to me though. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you just admitted it on T. Uh, well, I was about to say T. <laughs> okay, so let's oh do God. a very unscientific poll here. So we've got five people who have all splurged on raw cookie dough from the store. Uh, four people. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm counting myself twice. You're counting yourself twice, Mike. <laughs> Stupidly, so, uh... I looked at the Zoom screen and yeah, I'm I'm signed in once for camera, once for sound. So uh, for those of you wondering, okay, so uh, it and even. Let's see. So that would be a 20% less accurate non-scientific poll of four people who have <laughs> binged on raw cookie dough throughout their lives. Has oh, anyone yeah. ever gotten sick? Nope. No. Never. From eating technically the raw eggs. Not once. Never. But that's some weird <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, you a whole tube at a time. No yeah. <laughs> I would say if I ever got ill, it was on volume, not the raw eggs. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I ever got ill. Even I only do like five, six segments at a time. God. No, I've done well, I, I've done the whole tube and I had no problems. Diabetes. Well, other than that, yeah, that's coming, <laughs> I'm sure. I can't believe I don't have it already. Matthew and I have had this conversation a couple of yeah. times. Got yeah. my blood work back from the my first major physical in like five years last year, and I was like, "Come on, diabetes!" And they were like, "Your blood sugar is great." <laughs> like what? Your cholesterol, on the other hand, how is that possible? <laughs> right? How is yeah? How is how was I good on anything? How did anything come back okay? And like cholesterol I mean, three hundred. Yeah, I, I knew that was going to happen, but. <laughs> <laughs> my blood work came back with uh, three listings for funeral homes <laughs> <laughs> sorry you have joined us just in time to experience the part of the episode where the old people complain about being you, oh my gosh yeah you no, this is the part where i want to take a break and refresh my water and you know refresh myself in other ways too <laughs> all right let's take a break you know, top office, so to speak, if you know what I mean, Mike. Your dad has uh, started a new trend speaking about get off my lawn. Um, so he occasionally gets dogs that will pee on his grass. 
and is starting to make these little Brown yellow spots. Spot yeah. Green grass. So his his fix is to pour pepper on his lawn so that when the dogs smell it, they don't want to pee. <laughs> so he's out there with the salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> shaking it on his lawn that's brilliant so i need to i need to buy him like an industrial sized canister like commercial kitchen sized yeah. canister like, pepper black ground like black pepper gallon jug he spent like a week on amazon trying to find the right one <laughs> <laughs> and we're back is everyone refreshed <laughs> oh yeah and it got the munchies, so got some salt and vinegar uh, roasted almonds, and I had a spoonful of Nutella downstairs. Yum. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking that uh, since it's episode 420, we should do a episode number specific topic. Sounds good. Does that sound good to you? How about how about you, Matthew? I think that's fabulous. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sure Sawyer agrees. Unarmed in this uh, battle of trivia. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you will you will learn something. I will learn something. I guess I'm the DD of the show today. You <laughs> you are the adult in the room, yes. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> that's never going to end well if I am the adult. <laughs> I called a buddy of mine once and I said, hey, I, I got an idea. And I'm not sure if it's a good one. He goes, it's a terrible idea. And I said, I haven't even told you what the idea was. Mm-hmm. And he goes, if you're not sure if it's good or bad, it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so me as the adult in the room, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sawyer has reached. Oh my be a god! Mechanical engineer to operate that piece of machinery. That is a very lovely piece. I salute. <laughs> this will be the the first pressing of the piece. Mm. Now, Mike, are you in Red Foreman's basement? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that is where I am. In fact, the yeah. uh, I, that's the uh, I found this image yesterday mm-hmm. on the internet and i saved it as foreman basement dot jpeg mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it that's is perfect this was um oddly uh to get the shot of just the basement without anyone in it um this is the very last scene the the very last image you see in the very last episode when wow all the kids went upstairs to do the countdown on New Year's Eve 1979, thus ending the 70s. And that <laughs> gives us the image of the empty basement. And that's, that's where mm. this came from. Of course, I wow. had to just Google for that. I couldn't get it off of uh, the show because they took it off Netflix six months ago. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> and it's not available for purchase on iTunes yet. Come on, people. You got to get you had to strike while the iron is hot or something. Strike while <laughs> the bowl is still smoking. <laughs> Look, it's puff, puff, pass, all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was I doing? I was looking for... Uh, I was looking for... Because that's just common courtesy, man. <laughs> I was looking for some theme music for us to talk about. Today's topic. Oh, I was expecting Snoop Dogg. Now everybody gather round and listen if you would. When I tell you every person needs a way of feeling good. Every kitty needs a ball of string and every dog a stick. 
Or so television tells us. Wow. I, re- I really, really thought you were going Snoop Dogg with that. <laughs> really? You thought I was going Snoop Dogg? Okay. <laughs> it, look, stoner culture, okay? I thought about looking up some Grateful Dead music, and then I remembered that, I don't okay, like the Grateful also- Dead. Also... <laughs> I suppose my generation should listen to Fish, right? <laughs> I also don't like them. <laughs> no fish? No fish for me, thanks. The music or the food, really. Oh, come on, man. It's Lent. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I'm not Catholic. No, I do like uh, I do like the uh, like fried lake perch that you get at the fish fry up there in Scanton. Wisconsin. Matthew, do you been, do the lake perch? The, oh, what's that? Fried lake perch. Never had that. You're from the upper I, Midwest. Friday night fish fry was a thing where you grew up, right? No, you grew up here. Well, I, I escaped when I was seven. So you don't really remember? Not a whole lot. I remember Big Fred's Pizza. And it didn't have Brussels sprouts or slide <laughs> apple wedges or syrup. It was... <laughs> As God intended it to be, you know, you take old McDonald's farm, kill all the animals and put it on a pie. Matthew may be referring to something that happened during our break. I can't remember. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, it's episode 420. <laughs> I probably said that like five times now. <clears throat> episode 420, that's a big milestone. It is. Had had and and as we pointed out earlier, had we started this podcast fifty four weeks earlier than we did, uh, episode four twenty would have landed on April twentieth, twenty twenty. Ah, because that was a Wednesday. Oh well, <laughs> yeah, that was last year. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody die in a week. Wow, look at how far we've come in a week in a year. It's pretty nice. <laughs> Things are opening up again. Sorry, you're not allowed to visit. Oops. Oh, shoot. <laughs> this website was asking me if I was uh, old enough to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So does anybody know where 420 comes from? Like the. Uh... I, I read it once, but I can't remember. Well, wasn't it like the. I mean, the time when kids get home from school and before parents came home. That's what I always thought it was. Um, well, that's kind of what it's become, but it, it did originally begin because of the time of day. Would you like to hear the story? Please. I'm not going Michael. to read the Wikipedia version. I'm going to read it straight from the horse's mouth, from the Waldos themselves. In the fall of 71, Waldo Steve was given a treasure map to a patch of weed on the Point Reyes Peninsula. The map was given to him by a friend whose brother was in the U.S. Coast Guard and was growing cannabis. The Coast Guardsman was paranoid he would get busted, so he granted permission to harvest. The Waldos all agreed to meet at 4.20 p.m. at the statue of chemist Louis Pasteur on the campus of San Rafael High. They met, got high, and drove out to search for the patch. In the ensuing school days, the Waldos would use the term 420 Louis 
to remind each other of their after-school quest. They eventually dropped the Louie part and just said 420 to refer to cannabis. Originally, 420 was nothing more than the Waldo's secret slang, their own private joke. However, it was picked up by others and spread from generation to generation, city to city, country to country, across decades and throughout all media around the globe. Now, the Waldos are these five guys that were in high school at San Rafael High in 1971. Uh, let's see. Their names are Steve Capper, Dave Reddix, Jeffrey Noel, Larry Schwartz, and Mark Gravich. Not a single Waldo. That's, that was the name they gave their little group. The uh, Waldos. That's a good story. Um, one of okay. them, let's see, Reddix, that's Dave Reddix, became a roadie for the Grateful Dead. And that's that's they think how 420 spread through, throughout. Were they hard? Were they hard to find? How's that? Yeah. Was, was I mean, where is Waldo? Oh boy! <laughs> I was uninspired. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I almost made Dan laugh at dinner last night with one of my brilliant dad jokes. Okay. What do you call a woman who marries a hippie? Mrs. Hippie? Mrs. Hippie. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Mike. Oh boy. I'm not yeah. now I'm now I'm getting the dad <laughs> jokes. Like I'm I'm <laughs> successfully guessing the punchline yep. to the dad joke. Oh, this uh, is this is a sad, sad milestone. Yeah, seriously. So anyway, back to four twenty. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good material. Uh, yeah. So they have their own website. <laughs> we'll link to it. 420waldos.com. They have proof. They have actual documentation pr- proving that they are indeed the guys that coined this term. <clears throat> they have letters they sent to each other, photos, all kinds of stuff. School oh. newspapers where they wrote in. They like wrote letters to the editor of their school newspaper talking about 420. <laughs> then here's to them, the Waldos. Where are they now? Well, they're here <laughs> at 420waldos.com. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. Wearing round glasses and a red and white striped shirt. Sawyer, do you even know what Waldo is? Where's Waldo? I've never seen him. Okay. He has round glasses and a red and white striped shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never been able to find him. <laughs> Not related to these guys. It's a good code name for something you want to keep hidden, though. <laughs> Waldo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Something else that's a good code name for something that's hidden is uh, Perry for any Phineas and Ferb fans. Mm. Perry. Is that the platypus? The... Yeah, that's the platypus. Perry the platypus. Yeah, I remember. I used to watch that. Hey, where's Perry? <laughs> he was always off doing least... some spy stuff. Right. And so then, <laughs> then that also gives you the satisfaction of when you find the thing that you're looking for, you can go, oh, there you are, Perry. And it works. <laughs> there was a one episode where they found out he was a spy. And oh, they, they like, did? Do you remember that? And they got, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a good show. It was. I love that show. Dr. Dr. Yeah. Oh, Doofenshmirtz. Was that it? Yes, Dr. Yeah, Doofenshmirtz. Yeah. yeah, I watched that from time to time. I didn't watch it all the way through. Does anyone else have anything to say about 420? <laughs> Ando, you are our 420 ambassador today. And that every day, true. I guess. 
<laughs> well, th- that is that is also true. Um, <laughs> but I mean, for probably obvious reasons, I I did not did, did I don't actually have anything else off the top of my head. I had a you know I I I've said the things that I came to say. <laughs> <laughs> I have said what I came to say. <laughs> Well, okay then. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't mean it that way. I just. I know. In the past, I've been able to just ramble about dark, uh, shadows of a dark past for for ages, or you know, get off on some dark shadows tangent. But <laughs> those aren't really four twenty related because they that that's one thing the topic they never actually really brought into dark shadows. You know, because nope. it was nineteen sixties, nineteen seventies. Well, you really tackle it. You have successfully righted that wrong. <laughs> with with uh exactly holly, holly baumgartner that is true oh okay well so that reminds me <laughs> see you just need to spark something you just say something that, that gets me i talking. sparked it up for you well <laughs> uh, <laughs> can i spark that up for you <laughs> does that need uh, sparking up <laughs> Sawyer, are you are you doing that in your bedroom with everyone home? Yeah, I got a nice window. You have a nice window. <laughs> Take it to the happy corner, and then straight to the happy corner. Oh, look at that! <laughs> <laughs> the happy corner has its own sign. And they found it in a dumpster out back of uh, some restaurant. Oh, that's funny. Kind of creepy looking. I'm, normally, just kind of turn sideways because the face. What is in the middle of it? A weird face. Yeah. yeah it's kind of funky. It doesn't look happy. No, it looks like it's going to kill you. It looks like it has to poop. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like the, this face. Like, uh, I can't hold it any longer. <laughs> How long is this Zoom call going to go on for? <laughs> Yeah, that Matthew's got it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ando, you were gonna tell us something about uh, Holly. Oh well, it's just that it it, it was that I what I had got a review uh, just a few days ago left on uh, Podchaser for for the show that said that the grandmother was her favorite character. And it was just kind of like that, that eye twitch moment when you don't want to be that well, actually person about your own stuff. It's like, she's not anyone's grandmother. She's 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 like a a great aunt or almost like a cousin, like the the family structure. It's, it's not, I love uh, the grandmother character, aunt Holly, aunt Holly, the the grandmother character is my favorite. Yeah. (laughs) So I just I, I I just said thank you. you know, I appreciate your support. Yeah. yeah I, thanks I, for I listening. Yeah. She's got it. They've got a favorite character. That's fine. You know, and, and it's Holly. I know it's Holly. And 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 Holly is indeed great. And she's not just great because she celebrates 420. She's great because she tells it like it is. Very much so. She does not have time for prevarification. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. Just get to the point. <laughs> and it, exemplified by when she just straight up asks it, Andrew if he's a vampire. 
She is too old for that. <laughs> Does anyone want to share any 420 stories? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> okay, so. That's a yes. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm just trying to figure out how best to frame it because, you know, trying to decide what to admit to publicly, you know. You say so, you, you start out by saying someone who isn't me. Dot, okay. Dot, dot, right. A right? friend uh, of mine yeah. once. So I, I heard about so I heard of a friend's uh, tale once of um, being in uh, their wife's car, um, which had one headlight out. Is this? Are we getting back to the the Bob Dylan son thing again? No, no, we're not getting back to oh, the okay, wallflowers. Okay. This is t- that that is co- <laughs> that is coincidental. That is... All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but I was that, but but the the friend was you know um, driving home at night with one headlight out after having you know some uh, after having some partaken of some 420 already and having some in the car in fact in the back seat with with a headlight out yes not a good combination and then of course this friend less than 10 minutes from home sees the police lights (laughs) start flashing in the rearview mirror (laughs) yep because uh when when you get into an accident, it's always it's always within so many miles of your house, and and when you get pulled over for uh, driving under the influence, same same thing. So, but the... officer, my house is I can see my house; it's right there. <laughs> just let me just let me finish driving home. I'm practically pulling the into the driveway. Is, the friend did not get um, spotted for that. The uh, the the inevitable license and plate check having come back with no you know infractions or even any recent accidents at all the stop was driven away from with only the warning of the acknowledgement of the out headlight and no further no further infraction was caught and home was reached safely for this friend <laughs> not without extreme heart racing of course <laughs> And lots of oh shit! Sorry for all the beeping you're gonna have to do there, Mike. <laughs> but, the, the password is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta bleep that too. Never mind. <laughs> You've told that story before, I th- although I think it was uh, outside of the context of of uh, four twenty. Though was it wasn't there a stop sign involved? You know, like you didn't quite. Oh, that that was a. Or was that, that was a, different a different time? time. Oh, okay, <laughs> that that was uh, back in Woodstock. This that was, was like literally like two blocks from your house. Yes. Yeah. This 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 was time a different was time. This was the one headlight different time. place, different time. One headlight. It's my Jacob <laughs> Dylan. Thank you. Good night, everybody. This friend of mine has been extraordinarily lucky and has been pulled over. I think a total of either three or four times. With only getting warnings, not wow. getting tickets. That's lucky, yeah. That's nice. It is fortune. <laughs> Luck of the draw. There was one time last year, the word on the street is that these guys were in a car. 
school there <laughs> at a camp, local private school. And um, we went out, they went out to the bars before. One of their friends got exorbitantly drunk and started pounding on the wall of the RA's room. <laughs> Meanwhile, the three other guys are in this car and one of them had been selling at the time. So he had about a pound in there under the seat. Oh, wow. Oh, and we're sitting there rolling it, rolling up something. And this guy who was exorbitantly drunk finally went outside, but the RA had called campus safety and we're sitting in the car and we see one car pull up, kind of stay in a parking lot. And then two others roll up and we're sitting in the car, like freaking out, hiding everything under the seat. And they walk up to their car and they're like, it's smelling. They knock on the window. It smells a little funky out here. <laughs> one, of them, one of the kids in the passenger seat gets out after coming from the bar. And he's like, before we do this, can I go pee? And the guy goes to the cop. He's like, sure. And he gets out of the passenger seat, walks toward the fence. <laughs> And just starts peeing. And the guy, <laughs> so funny. And we ended up just talking for like 20 minutes. And they let us go. Luck of the draw. Wow. Now, are, are, is your campus security just like uh, rent-a-cops? Or are they actual police that are also hired by the, the college or the university? Rent-a-cops. Oh, okay. Probably, yeah. yeah. They didn't have the... Uh, all they had was the quarters to call the police. But they had spent their quarters on a Snickers, so <laughs> we were clear from the game. Wow, they don't even get to eat donuts like real cops. Mm. All right, I I have a story. Okay. So um, I I told the story about uh, Beavis and Butthead earlier, mm-hmm. and how uh, we 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 tried to buy some from some uh-huh. guy, and and it turned out to be fake, and uh-huh. uh, so that guy that guy just like laughed at us like wow that's that sucks that you guys got duped and we were like but you're the one who who duped us (laughs) and he was just you know in hindsight i kind of have to hate respect the guy because he was just so insistent that like he just had the attitude that he didn't do anything wrong that like this thing just happened to us and he was you know sort of like a middleman and I'm like, but dude, if you're like buying and reselling, you know, you're taking ownership of, of the thing, mm-hmm. right? And furthermore, um, I can surmise based on what I know about the situation already that uh, you were the one originally who got duped and you're just trying to um, turn that around and, uh, and make your money back on us. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, there's no way that you're going to, you're going to buy it and just p- and sell it and pass it through and not try it yourself or give us some from yours, you know? So why are you even pretending like this is something that some other guy did to us and, and then you didn't do it to us. And he was like, ha ha ha. Oh, you, you guys. Yeah. You know, stuff just happens. <laughs> and Beavis and Butthead were so dumb that they just started laughing along with this guy. He's like, yeah, you're right. And I'm, and I'm like, why am I the only one? And, um, <laughs> so then I, I went through like, that was the summer before high school. So then I went through all of high school, not doing, and I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, I didn't do anything, um, like that. I was like straight edge, but not trying to be, cause I had already, <laughs> I had already tried 
failed. Um, and I had already gotten drunk a bunch in seventh and eighth grade. <laughs> Thanks to Beavis and Butthead and their parents. And their <laughs> lax security on the uh, liquor cabinets at their various houses. So then the fast forward to the summer between high school and college, me and three of my friends were going to go up to Wisconsin Dells. Sorry, you know where that is. Oh yeah. And, uh, we actually rented a, a condo on a lake in the Dells. And, um, those guys had planned to bring a bunch of liquor with them. Now we're 18 at the time, right? I'm sorry. This was a story that was told to me by some other people. Is is this before the eighteen rule got switched? This is I don't know. This is from the sixties, I think. So yeah, yeah. This was a, a story that some other people told me about how they went. They went to Wisconsin Dells, and um, some people who weren't me and my friends, and uh, they had to. Um, they could only take so much clothes with them because they needed uh, one whole half of the, the this guy's trunk for bottles of alcohol. I don't know where they got that um, <laughs> because the person who, who told me the story didn't know um, wasn't involved. But uh, so, so the, the other person who wasn't drinking decided that this would be a good time to, to try to find some, some uh, stuff uh, to bring with and was able to do so. <laughs> and um, and uh, so the first night that they were there, um, the three guys started mixing drinks in the kitchen and uh the other guy had this uh stuff and they said oh no you can't there was there was some like an argument about where where would this other guy do this thing and uh, well i can't go outside because somebody might smell it out there well they can't just do it in here and and it was decided that this person would go into the bathroom that was next to the kitchen that had a a exhaust fan and just stand Mm. there with the exhaust (laughs) fan running so this person is standing there, and now what this person didn't know is that uh, uh, what this person was sold was very strong, and um, uh, also it was called Creeper, <laughs> which means it took about five minutes to take effect. This person might have also had an experience uh, four years earlier where they were sold something that wasn't what it was supposed to be. So this person already is a little bit skeptical in the whole situation. <laughs> so this person starts smoking and is smoking and nothing is happening. So this person keeps smoking and still nothing happens. The other, oh, no, I the, see where this is going. the other three guys are like, what's going on? And, uh, standing around smoking and smoking and waiting and smoking. And finally, you know, a few minutes later, this person says, Oh wait, I think I'm starting to feel something. <laughs> The next memory this person has is of sitting on the floor in the living room. (laughs) How many hours later? (laughs) This person doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Listening to the other three laugh and have a good time and talk about stuff. And this person, uh, the only other memory this person has is of not being able to speak, think, or understand what was happening around this person. Uh, this person experienced an extreme disassociative state. And then, oh, wow. and, and then the next memory this person has is of waking up at approximately five o'clock in the morning and throwing up in the, in the bathroom with the exhaust fan. And then this person was fine after that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. This person, while initially remembering 
or trying to remember what happened during this uh, night yesterday when this person was thinking about it may or may not have a memory of attempting to sit on the sofa and deciding that it was it was too high up and then and then having to sit down on the floor immediately in front of the sofa because it needed to be closer to the ground this person thinks maybe maybe not but that's wow. a 420 story that i heard that is an awesome one thank you all right does that about do it I think so. I think so. 420 is concluded. <laughs> and we did it early so that you, you get to celebrate again in two weeks. We are in the midst of the stinging Roger. What? When the joint gets to the end and it starts to sting. It's the stinging. <laughs> the stinging Roger? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. The end of it. You need to get a roach clip for that, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that would come in handy. Which is, it's made out of uh, out of the uh, bronzed legs of a dead cockroach, <laughs> right? That's why it's called. Oh, that. totally. Oh, totally, totally. That's that's from Mexico, right? Because that's where the the weed came from in the U.S. Came up from Mexico in the late 1800s. I had a whole history of marijuana thing that we didn't get through. You can just Google it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh oh here here's a question anybody know where the first reference to the use of of marijuana is in in history marijuana or just like cannabis plant um using marijuana in a 420 sense oh god babylon so what what time period would that be? The dawn of man. <laughs> Anyone else care to guess? I am really just not certain. I've heard this talked about before and I just can't remember. The first reference to the use is in a Chinese medical manual dating back to 2700 BC. Wow. So nearly 5000 years ago. So wow. Sawyer, you were close on the date. State Stated its usefulness in treating rheumatism, gout, malaria, <laughs> and oddly enough, absent-mindedness. They <laughs> got that one wrong. <laughs> uh, in India, it celebrated as an herb that could release us from anxiety. Ancient doctors prescribed it for pain relief, but also advised against using it too much as it could cause the user to, quote, see devils. <laughs> and on from there. The devil. Spanish brought it to the New World in the mid 1500s in exchange for tomatoes, I think. Um <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> Cuz I just I just learned or relearned uh again um that uh that's that's when uh tomatoes ended up in bat in Europe because they didn't have them. Tomatoes are indigenous to this side of the world. And Yep, so the Spanish brought tomatoes back to Europe in the early 1500s, and then it was the Medici family in Italy that brought the tomatoes to Italy, thus infusing most of Italian cuisine with tomatoes that we all enjoy today. They also gave us modern-day banking. The Medicis did? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, the food show I watched didn't talk about that, 
Um, <laughs> well, the banking show I talked about didn't talk about the, the tomatoes. So. <laughs> I'll send you a link to the food show I watched. You can send me a link like the, to the, the banking, banking show. show that you watched. <laughs> <laughs> Medieval banking with the Medici's. Hosted by that Kramer guy that yells about stocks. What's his name? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of some financial. Oh, mad personality. Mad, no, it's um, hosted by Wayne Rogers. He's dead. Still. <laughs> Deep fake. But that is that is what he uh, what he did after acting. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a big financial guru. Of course, you know, when you've got a lot of money, it's also easier to make more of it. That's true. Yeah. The wonder of compound interest. Mm-hmm. That's how you can go from being a uh, a lowly doctor in the Korean War <laughs> to <laughs> a multimillionaire. <laughs> Play in the stock market. Way to go, Trapper John. GameStop all the way. <laughs> yep. Hey, whatever happened with that? Did that go back to normal? Oh no, it's still pretty high. So like <laughs> two hundred from forty. GameStop, like some of us, still pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that does it. Yep. <laughs> Everybody, thank you very much for joining us today. You're Thank welcome. you, Mike. Thank you for hosting. <laughs> You're welcome. Ando, where can they find you? They can find me at theamazingando.com and at uh, podchaser.com slash S-O-A-D-P podcast for my audio drama, Shadows of the Dark Past. And Mike? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com and email us nerdburgershow at protonmail.com. Join us next time on Nerdburger. And that's about all we've got for the moment. (laughs) For episode 421. Which will involve people talking about things (laughs) that are nerdy. (laughs) <laughs> and also possibly burgery mm, burgers I gotta go eat I gotta get some food oh my god it's past lunchtime. so hungry hey can we have that uh, that cookie dough sushi <laughs> for a snack mid afternoon wait which hobbit which hobbit meal is it right now it's 207 fourth lunch <laughs> there was an afternoon snack in there somewhere well they have supper and dinner but i think there's something in between lunch and supper 11sies no that's that's before lunch oh is there onesies (laughs) (laughs) something to put your baby in and also a meal if you're a (laughs) hobbit onesies okay just the three of us Just the three of us. We can do it if we try.
just the three of us, you and I, and the other guy. I only knew the first line. <laughs> Maybe uh, the other potential guests uh, partook a little too, <laughs> and are uh, staring at the ceiling right now. Yeah, maybe. 